0: Happy Wednesday to everybody besides Rob Manfred. Welcome back to another episode of the 5 Tool Baseball Podcast. This is episode 48. Uh, and yeah, I'm in a very salty mood about Major League Baseball this morning. I drove to San Antonio last night a little bit faster down and back just to try to get some frustration out about the status of my beloved sport um, and all those fantasy baseball drafts that I've already done and have scheduled in the future. But anyway, fortunately for us, Rob Manfred is not in charge of high school baseball or college baseball. So there's still plenty of things for us uh, to see. And first off, Drew, before we get into anything, Travis Sikora threw 101 miles per hour his last outing. Oh, and like, we're talking, Stalker verified video, which that video stuff is pretty sweet. How stalker does that for you? Um, if you got that set up, but yeah, he sent me a DM and I was like, Oh my gosh, you did. There it is in the right corner. Like, I'm not sure what's more impressive: the 101, or that one of his warm-up pitches was a hundred.
1: Well, I, I was funny. I was talking, I was at a game when that happened when I got the message from you, but uh, I was talking to a scout earlier. In the day that doesn't have the Austin area, but you know he he was familiar with Sakura, and I said, have you you know have you seen him or because he may be up here next he's going to be up here next week, and I'm just trying to figure out the schedule. And we were just lamenting over how difficult it is to put together a schedule. Sometimes and I said, well, have you seen Sakura lately? And he's like, no, I haven't. What's he um what's he been up to? And like 93, 94, and I kind of <laughs> laughed and I was like, 99, and then like during the game you texted me with the 101 so i found him down the line i was like uh i got an update for you that 99 is outdated 101 now so um yeah that's hard somebody somebody asked me somebody asked me if he's the only junior that i've ever heard of hitting 101 and i was like well considering i can probably count the people that i've heard of hitting 100 yeah um yeah, I think he's the only junior. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's he's certainly the only one I have. And uh, the unfortunate thing for hitters this year that face him is his slider keeps getting better. <laughs> that's you know if, that's one thing if you gear yourself up like all right I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna time up this fastball I'm gonna sell out for it. that's all I'm gonna think about. Um, and then he throws that 89 mile an hour slider, which the shape and the bite and everything has gotten a lot better. I know that's something that he's worked a lot off. On recently, but a uh, shout out to Georgetown. Lean off man Zach Zavala. Um, he he put the bat on the ball pretty good. Um, that that's a guy that stood out to me when I watched them scrimmage against Lake Travis. He's a Houston signee, one of those really slow heartbeat guys. Another guy that I think if you got an S two score on him, I bet he'd rate really strongly in some areas because it just seems like the game really slows down for him. But uh, so shout out to Zach Zavala and shout out to Travis Sikora, uh for bumping one oh one. Um early in the uh in the high school season I, somebody posted in on Orange February Bloods. Yeah, somebody posted on Woods Is this a guy the Rangers would be interested in at pick 3 and I go, "No, oh, he's a junior." Yeah, you don't know <laughs> yet when the Rangers are picking the 2023 draft. It should be it
1: should be a backup at the top.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pro- probably. Um assuming again that we actually get a freaking season, but uh yeah, so Travis Accord doing his thing for Round Rock oh, and, uh, those- So
1: how how would the draft work if they don't have a season? Who knows? It's probably they'll probably
0: attach some stupid CBA part of it to some, you know, tax tier or or whatever it is. (laughs) I would think that they would just either institute a well, this would require some independent thinking and, and ingenuity, but institute a lottery or just repeat the order again, which I'm sure would thrill those those miserable, you know, small market owners that are holding this thing up because they don't want to spend any money like the rest of the rest of teams do, but, uh, yeah, I guess they'd probably just repeat it um, to say, okay, these are the last results we have to go off of. So you guys get a, you guys get your pick again, but, um, you, uh, you were at games what Monday and Tuesday. Um, it was just Tuesday for me in this area. Um, so I think you saw, a. Uh, you saw a couple couple arms, Ben yeah. Abelt and, and, and some other guys as well.
1: Yeah, Nolan Foster too. Yeah, I went over and watched McKinney Boyd versus Rock Hill. And it, it's still funny, like the schedules are still off because of the weekend. Yeah. And pit in with upcoming tournaments, the the pitching schedules are a little um are a little bit off. So Boyd or you know, Boyd was got Abelt uh him and Nolan foster were both on a pitch count of around 30 pitches so i think i saw abel throw an inning in two thirds and foster was in like i don't think he ended up being like an inning and in a third or something around there but they both landed around 30 pitches um that was my first look at abel uh, i'd seen foster a little bit but abel was 86 89 and it's different man like it's it's not a it's not a comfortable look you know he throws across his body a little bit yeah. and you know, something I always go back to with, like, I would always ask the big league guys when they'd be in town, like, you know, who are some guys you do or don't like facing and all that? And Tulo's answer was always like, he's like, I could hit the guys that were smooth that threw a hundred. Like that was, that was nothing. He's like, but the funky guys, um, you know, a lot of times guys that were relievers in the bit in the big leagues that, that just kind of, you know, they were successful because it was just such a different look. He said, those are the those are the kind of guys that I hated. And that reminded yeah. me of Abel a little bit, but it's, it's not, it's not a comfortable at that. Uh, he changed speeds well, very much in control. Um, he was good. I was really impressed with Nolan Boster. That was as good as I've seen him. Um, but you know, he was up to 90, a couple of times touched 81 with a slider. That was mm. good. Um, really good, you know, really good pace and tempo. Uh, just attacked hitters uh, Good get for Texas tech. And speaking of Texas tech, I went over and saw uh, a good chunk of their game yesterday against DBU. But, you know, it, it's funny, like adjusting from really good high school players to the highest level of D one baseball. It's just, great.
0: It's great practice for us to calibrate our eyes. Yeah.
1: Well, just the physicality, like, I mean, yeah. Dallas Baptist is physical. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. They, they're, they were more impressive physically than tech was uh, tech ended up winning extra innings, but you know, it's just, it's just, you can tell it's a, it's a big step up in, in size and strength and, mm-hmm. um and, and power numbers. But um you know, getting to see a lot of good baseball. So it's, it it is kind of fun to toggle back and forth just to kind of see them, you know, in pretty close proximity time-wise. But, you know, the quality of baseball in this area at the highest levels, I mean, it's, it's good. And you can see, you can see some of these kids being inserted into some of those lineups or getting some innings on the mound pretty quick, but, but yeah, it was, um, uh, Brenner had a walk in the stolen base for Rock Hill Um, I think Uriah struck out twice. The first at bat was questionable (laughs) on the um, on the uh, strike three call. He thought he had ball four, which I agreed with him on that. Uh, But it was a good pitch either way. Um, Strike, not so much probably. Yeah, but um sometimes those
0: guys that have good strike zone awareness in high school it works against them sometimes
1: (laughs) yes um but man another another cool field uh i like the mckinney boyd setup um kind of like a bowl feel um, yeah but nice turf field (laughs) good video uh, yeah there we go we're checking,
0: checking our boxes now what we look for
1: yeah but i'm excited hopefully the weather holds up um for this uh for this weekend, because my schedule is packed. I'm I think I've got four games in three different venues on Thursday. Uh got half of my half of my day scheduled for Friday, waiting on some pitching for some potential Friday night games. And then I got five games on Saturday. Whoa. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to make all it in the overseas. same spot. No, nope, no. Nope. I got so I got I might get kind of lucky because. The, all the games at Rockwall got pushed back an hour and a half on Saturday. Um so I'm going to start early early uh, all the way across town to see Chisholm Trail versus Argyle at 9. a.m. Ooh, okay. um, I should get back for part of the Keller San Marcus game and then I'll see the remaining three full games at Rockwall so I'll see Rockwall versus San Marcus, Keller versus Frisco Wakeland and Rockwall versus Frisco Wakeland. So um some some really good teams i'm excited yeah. i'll see elite i'll see a lido in rockwall and eaton on friday uh i'll get to see bridgeland and there you go uh, south lake wiley um on thursday and then arlington martin versus flowermount marcus so we'll get to start my day off my weekend off with uh, Max Grubbs going against Flower Mount Marcus, who's fresh off that uh, trip to California last week. So Yeah,
0: that'll, that'll be a lot of big names on that list for sure. I'll be curious to hear what you think about Keller since I just saw them as mm-hmm. well, although it was 30 degrees, but they put it on, they put it on San Antonio Johnson pretty good. And uh, that's who I saw last night against, uh, against Clark with Anthony Silva and those guys. And it's crazy to hear you talk about Ben and Nolan Foster and pitch counts. And then like, The flip side of that is San Antonio. This is already their second district game. So these guys have had to be geared up. They've played more scrimmages ahead of the season. Um, Their pitchers are at a different point than a lot of those Dallas pitchers are. And I went down there because I wanted to see Mason Bixby against Clark because Clark's got, you know, Anthony Silva, his brother, Jacob Silva, who's a sophomore catcher. Um uh Cole Kinnison, who's in that lineup as well, can swing it pretty good. I mean, they, they it's a it's a good team in San Antonio, and um yeah. we I just wanted to see Big Speed because I'd heard so much about him coming off of area code in the summer. Um, he didn't disappoint. He threw a complete game one hitter. Uh the one hit was Jacob Silva, hit a uh, hit a really hard ball, um, actually to the wall in right center field, but uh the San Antonio Johnson center fielder, I believe Caden Wallace is his name. Um, really strong throw in on the fly all the way to second base to, uh, to hold him to a single, but Bixby was, was really good. I went into it thinking that I was going to see a lot of overpowering stuff and he'd kind of scatter it around control wise. And I almost, I didn't see the complete opposite, but I was, I came away impressed with how he pitched. Mm-hmm. Uh, he touched 94 early on. He was 91 to 93 for about the first three innings. He touched 94 in the second inning. Um, but I don't think the guy broke a sweat the, the whole game. Great tempo, um, methodical in a good way, was just in total control of what was going on. Um, everything was down in the zone, a lot of stuff down. Fastballs down, the slider played off of it down. Um, he threw some changeups early on. He actually threw a right on right changeup to get a swing and miss um, early on in the game. But once he found the slider feel, um, he started throwing backwards with the slider early in counts to keep guys off the of fastball. Um, when it was a little bit when he threw it about 84, 85 early, but when it was 82, 83 had a little bit better shape and bite started to get some swings and misses, but I was extremely impressed. Um, a bit of a, he's a tough look for hitters because I think he's like six, six or six, seven, um, long limbs, kind of a crossfire look. One of those crossfire looks to where he's got that kind of that, that torso turn to where he kind of shows you the numbers a little bit and then comes at you with those long arms. And, uh, there's some definite fastball life in there. Um, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, I think coming out of area code, some people kind of made it seem like it was like this mythical pitch that like, you know, it was like an invisible. Um, it definitely had a lot of life and it's definitely got some shape to it. Um, but really I was impressed with, you know, he got into a groove and he started moving the fastball around a little bit. Um, he had feel for executing the, the slider down the zone. Um, even through that pitch, you know, he front doored that to a righty late in the game um, you got a swing and miss on a changeup in the seventh inning against a lefty hitter. Like it was it was some big time stuff. And I I think that there's just so much more that can still to come for him in terms of stuff and velocity and things like that. I, I think that that's gonna be a guy that as he matures and gets stronger, I think as a senior, you're gonna be talking about a guy that's probably sitting comfortably, you know, 93, 95, 93, 96. Um, but just with with for a guy his size to have that type of effort to where you don't really notice it that much. um, I think is a really positive thing about his outlook, but he worked from this, from the stretch exclusively, which I think is, is probably something that he's adjusted to that he knows helps him control wise, but, and he was in total control and uh, there wasn't really much hard contact. Um, There was a lot of contact, you know, he struck out five guys, but it was often because he was, you know, he's getting ahead in the count and like, he's just such a tough guy to pick up that they just weren't barreling him. So um, really impressive stuff from him. That San Antonio Johnson team's good. I, I, I knew I caught them on a bad day when Keller was up ten nothing in the fourth inning. When I had to then I had to leave and go see Jalen Flores. Um, they're a solid club, man. And Ryan Farber, like that dude's a player. Um, made some really good plays at shortstop. He uh, yeah, had a really hard base hit. Put the ball in play a lot. Got a great baseball clock in mind on the field. Um, he's a player. Like I, I'm not sure who's recruiting him. Um, his, his dad told me his his dad actually was the former head coach at uh, Saint Edward's a long, long time ago, and actually helps the Alamo Drillers now. Um, his dad said his SAT score, I believe, is like 1420. So this is a really high academic kid as well. And I'm telling you, man, if if I'm a, a UTSA, a Texas State, or or I'm one of these these big D ones that you know, word. yeah, can get can get academic money to kids and stack it. I'm all over this kid. Um, I think he's a player. I think he's a future leader in a program. You can tell he's another one of those top step kind of guys. Um, you can see the way he moves around the field like that, but um, really impressed with him. And then Cason Cunningham, again, um, I've seen them twice. DH both times, and partially because Farber plays short, and then I have another veteran that plays second base. He can hit, man. I, I think it's yeah. I think it's gonna be future plus hit. I really do. Um, just the way he carries himself, he's very advanced for his age. His at bats are advanced. Uh, tr- the way he tracks pitches, he takes pitches, the swings he takes, and the counts he takes. Like he put the ball and play hard multiple times. Never once looked overwhelmed. Um, looks like it's gonna be an above average or better run. One of those guys that gets on base, great secondary leads, kind of always looking for an opportunity to take an extra base and kind of put some pressure on the defense. Really always thinking the game when he's out there. I um, was really impressed with him again. It um, says a lot that he's a twenty twenty five in that lineup consistently, uh, performing that the way, the way he did. But, um, you know, Mason Cron as well had a really hard base hit. Uh, Great-looking kid physically. He was actually in the pen warming up. In case they needed him for Bixby, but Bixby only threw 82 pitches across seven innings, so it's not like they had to push him <laughs> to get to the complete game. One hitter, yeah. uh, he had a fantastic pitch count, but uh, I've seen some video of Kron in the low 90s, so I'm that's a guy I'm hoping I get to see pitch, but hit cleanup again, put the barrel on the ball a couple times, just missed a homer to the opposite field. Uh, great looking kid physically. Um, that's a fun San Antonio Johnson team, and uh, I got to see. Um, Jake Neely coming in again uh, for San Antonio Clark. He came in from the bullpen. I think he came in cold uh, from first base, which, I mean, it's high school baseball, but um, it's it's harder to evaluate those guys when, when they come in like that. And I could tell he was constantly kind of stretching with the shoulders and stuff, trying to get loose. Um, he was up to 87. I like the way he competed because he didn't have his best stuff. He didn't have his best control, but he pitched out of, uh, of James with runners on base multiple times. Um, Got a big strikeout with runners in scoring position and wanting to keep his team in the game Uh, was impressed with the way he competed, but he definitely didn't have his best stuff, but he was able to still get results um, despite that in a situation that was less than ideal. So, um, but yeah, Mason Bixby, man, uh, real deal. I'm excited to follow that guy's trajectory at San Antonio Johnson and uh, just really impressed with the way he went about his business and 82, 82 pitch complete game shutout one hitter with no walks. That's a, that's a good way to start the season.
1: Yeah, that's what that that's really struck me on a couple of these, um, you know, these big name pitchers that we've seen early this year. Like a lot of them, it, it's hard. Like you see this in college, too, but it's hard for a guy in their draft year. Um, and, and I know Bixby's a junior, but it's hard in your draft year to go out and pitch just like a veteran, just, you know, pitch the yeah. contact, you know, and they may not make contact. But keeping, having an efficient outing, keeping those pitch counts down, because a lot of times, you know, you know, there's a handful of scouts in the stands. You may be trying to rack up strikeouts. Yeah, The best I've ever seen do it uh, at the college level was Taylor Youngman. Like, yeah. his junior year, I mean, he'd have 80 and 90 pitch complete games oh, at yeah. the college level. He was the big reporter's dream.
0: We were oh, out of there was, two hours every Friday. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Get home for a normal dinner on Friday yeah. night. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, like, if somebody got in scoring position, the stuff ramped up a little yep. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I feel like we've seen that already from a couple of big name guys. You know, Lucas Davenport was like that. Um, you know, just threw a lot of fastballs. Make I mean, throw it until they can hit it. You know, I mean, make make them prove that they need they need to see something else. Um, but it sounds like that's what Bixby did. Um, you know. I, I think Lucas was at like 64 pitches through five innings the other day when he got pulled. Yeah. I mean like that, that'll work. Yeah. And um, but it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm excited Mm -hmm. to see what next year. I mean, there's some questions of how many, if any guys in Texas this year will be first rounders. I think there'll end up being, being some, if, you know, if Shores keeps progressing and Cole Phillips keeps doing what he's doing and jet, um, we'll have a chance to get in the mm-hmm. first round also, but I mean, you think about next year, looking forward to 23, you know, you're talking Bixby, you're talking Blake Mitchell, you're talking. um uh, Secora, obviously. And then shoot, if TJ Pompey wants yeah. to be a pitcher, <laughs> I mean, like there's, there's some big name guys going to yeah. be at the top of the draft next year from Texas. So that's exciting to see, you know, and there'll be people that pop up in between now and then too. I mean, you know, like we've seen the jump, that that Cole Phillips had. Right. Um, and he was already good. Um, and now he's bumping a hundred, um, you know, knocking on the door of it at least. And so it, it, it's going to be interesting for sure. Um, I'm excited. I want to see those Johnson guys play. I, I remember when we were going through the, 2023 top 55 and you know somebody had mentioned to you that Bixby might end up being the best guy or it wouldn't yeah. surprise you right if he if he ended up taking that spot in time but you know so that just kind of speaks to the level of the high you know top tier guys in the state but um, we're gonna get to see a lot of talent over the next couple of weeks these tournaments you know knock on wood keep pray to the weather gods to um to take care of us but it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I, I I'm gonna be um gonna pack my schedule this weekend. I'm gonna miss Tuesday's games from Disney World. Um, nice be, we're taking Koi to Disney World for his You're first smart. Well, You're
0: going when it's not hot. The last time I went well, to Disney it, World was the lot July, and it was miserable.
1: Oh, yeah, well, Koi's never been, obviously, and Mary, my wife, has never been either. Um, so huh, that'll be that'll be fun. Um, he's obsessed with Mickey right now. So we're catching that at a good time. He had to take it back up Mickey to uh daycare today. So oh, okay. He, yeah. But he was, I think apparently he was a wild man yesterday and, they asked us to send mickey with him. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> hopefully calm him down today if if that becomes an issue but it's it, uh, like
0: i feel like like not to sidetrack us too much but i feel like our kids are at the point where there are some days where they're just
1: well they're like, approaching those terrible twos yes or whatever yes whatever it's, it's rapidly called.
0: approaching and i can certainly tell for sure and then when we drop them off like our teacher like jack's teacher is like yeah they're kind of all going through this right now and we dropped them off yesterday and there was already a kid on the floor yelling at 8 a.m it's like oh man yeah they're going through it right now but yeah he'll. i, I, I bet y'all spend a lot of time at epcot because that's probably a uh
1: probably we're going, most... we're going animal kingdom one day and Ooh. and um magic kingdom the other we're only doing two days in the park so are yeah you a roller,
0: are you a roller coaster guy i know it's no property.
1: shot no oh I hate man i was co- gonna say uh, animal kingdom a... has like one
0: of my favorite ones um
1: well but yeah the... mary's been going through all the um you know we we used a travel planner to like tell us which rides to go on when and yeah got the, fa- the fast the Magic pass pa- no fast pass doesn't exist it's called a oh magic pass Ge- okay Genie pass genie pass oh genie now okay plus or something so yeah yeah rebranding um but yeah, so pray for me. I will be in Disney, but I'll yeah, come we'll get back Wednesday and jump right back into the tournament scene next week.
0: Yeah, fortunately, you'll have a lot of, you know, you won't lack options of things to do. That's what Sometimes I feel bad on the weekends when I'm here, and it's, you know, like when it's 30 degrees outside, it's like, sorry, Jack, this is about all we can do is all your toys and books in the house and everything else. But, yeah, I'm, I'm planning to – I know for sure I'm going Thursday – uh, to Brenham um because Lake Creek is is playing there and um Shane Sadal is pitching the first game at 9 30 against Episcopal I know Episcopal has a couple of young players that I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing um and then Jackson Wilkerson 2023 commit for Baylor is pitching the second game right after that so it works out perfectly you get to see both of those guys and Wilkerson it's, it's
1: beautiful it's beautiful when that happens yes like it, you yes just, it's such it's, a it's such a great thing
0: yeah when you can actually get a rotation early and they, they work out like that and it's just you don't have to trek around or whatever it's it's great but um, Wilkerson was a fall kind of helium guy Um and Baylor jumped on him and um sounds like he's He's had some big velocity numbers in the past. Another one of those lefties that's kind of got a little bit of a unique look to him as well. So I Lake Creek's really good. Samson Pugh. I mean, they've, they've got a lot of guys on that team. Um, and that brinham tournament should be pretty good. I don't know where I'm going to end up. Hair Friday. guy.
1: Hey, Samson's one of our hair guys.
0: He is a hair guy. Yeah. I forgot about that. He is a hair guy. Um, and, uh, you know another uncommitted 23 that I think is, is, is going to make somebody very, very happy whenever he eventually picks a home. So yeah, I'll see those guys on Thursday. Um, don't know what Friday entails yet. Um, and if I'll try to swing a Houston trip and go to minute made and, and see that, that college classic a little bit. Um, some big time matchups down there. Something's got to give between Texas and LSU and Tennessee with all those runs that LSU and Tennessee have been scoring. And then the Texas pitching staff as well. So um, that certainly would be a, a fun environment. Our, our, that environment Dre, you all, you always Dre see a bunch of future pros in there that that are fun to see, man.
1: I mean, you're gonna you talk about, yeah, there's some big name guys there this weekend. Um, some big time velocity. <laughs> there's yeah. gonna, there's gonna be some, a couple guys that hit triple digits there this weekend, at least one for sure. Um, yeah. from Tennessee, but there's, yeah, that it, it's funny because all of the, um, I've I've noticed that there's a lot of uh, a lot of the high level scouting guys, so not just the area guys, but scouting directors, um, regional cross checkers, that are going to be in the Dallas area Thursday. You know they're going to see guys like Jet uh, play, but then head down to they're on their way to Minute Maid on on Friday. So yeah, it'll be a um, busy weekend in Texas for baseball. Yes. yes That's this the, is a uh,
0: money-making weekend for for a lot of guys you know i i remember when ty madden had that just unbelievable performance at houston it worked out yeah. great for him because there were a lot of guys that were in town yeah. to see minute made where like hey yeah. let's go see Ty yeah. Madden throw in
1: the friday in the friday night game i can't remember who it was but the friday night game last night or last year wasn't like the headliner so yeah there was a bunch of there was a bunch of people in the stands for that game, more scouts than fans, because it was cold, pretty cold that night. Too. Yeah, it was. But, yeah, Ty was throwing some invisible balls. But, yeah, I mean, going back to when I played, Drew Stubbs made a catch on in the Friday night game against Houston that you, most human beings could not make. And I remember the buzz around the whole ballpark was like, well, that catch just solidified him as like a top 10 pick. Yeah. And, but it's funny, it's funny stuff like that can, can do that. But when you do something that other people can't do, it's, it stands out. So yeah.
0: Timing's everything, you know, timing is, timing is everything. Like I remember, um, Simeon Woods Richardson, like, I think it was maybe around that time or so, something was going on where there's a lot of big-time scouting guys in Houston and they saw him and he was, like, the best he's ever been. It's like, well, he's going to get drafted because, <laughs> I mean, it's just like if you perform extremely well, like, in front of the right people, that's, that's what matters. And I, I think that's, you know, I think that's what Jet Williams is doing right now. I think that's what he's going to continue to do. Um, that's what Cole Phillips is doing right now. Um, you know, Chase Shores, um, sounds like he's kind of doing that right now as well. I, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping we get to see him at some point. Um, but I mean, you perform in front of the right people at the right time. Uh, it can certainly go a long, long way. Um, you know, and shout out to Mason Bixby. He performed in front of me at the right time. <laughs> uh, thanks to him for, uh, for a complete game one hit shutout. Um, that was nice. Nice. It's uh, nice to see for sure. But, um, yeah exciting times and uh, you know hopefully Friday I get to make my way to, to some more games we're looking forward to seeing Lake Creek and Brenham and and uh, you know checking a lot of these guys off the list for sure and I feel like every time we go somewhere we're seeing somebody whether it's a senior kind of moving up or or a young guy to get excited about I mean there's just it's a lot of great great baseball being played everywhere um, except at the major league level so nice. <laughs> but enough about that but um, well, let's wrap this thing up. Um, so we probably won't talk to you until post Disney World, right?
1: If I make it back.
0: Yeah. 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 We're going to yeah. have to get a Fingers full, crossed. we'll have to get a full, oh, I meant to say, I, uh, I, I did some, uh, I'm going to have to post these today at some point, but yeah. Um, did some five tool foodies work yesterday.
1: Um I'm gonna I mean, oh yeah, don't forget, I'm gonna get that, I'm gonna get that warrior dog tomorrow.
0: Yeah, there you go. So I uh I was bummed. It kind of speaks to my luck, but I found this great coffee shop and I was fired up about it. And they're closed on Tuesday. So I was like, great. Um, so I found another one kind of nearby because like I try to just avoid Starbucks if I can. Um, but San Antonio is just a lot of Starbucks, a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. And I found this little truck. Um, near uh, Northside's facility, about ten minutes away, um, called the Tuxedo Cat Coffee. Um, tuxedo Cat, Tuxedo Cat, yeah. And okay. shout out to them. I enjoyed it, and they did something unique that I've never had before. Um, something they make is a half iced coffee, half iced latte. I was like, I'll try it. Sounds like uh, sounds like something I would enjoy. So uh, it was good. Um, you know, they were. She was very appreciative of asked me what I was in town for. I was like, ah, I'm here from Austin for a baseball game. I try to find local coffee to try and avoid Starbucks. And uh, she really appreciated that. So uh, shout out to Tuxedo Cat Coffee. And then um, um, texting our man, Jeff Conn. I was like, hey, I just saw Mason Bixby throw a one hit shutout. Do you want these videos tonight? <laughs> it's like, yes. <laughs> uh, so I found this, uh, this burger place, sports bar type place called The Shack, um, about five minutes away from the baseball stadium. And I'm putting a 60 on the burger. It was a it was a really good burger. Um, it's one of those buns See, to, for, for
1: for those that don't know. 60 on an 80 scale.
0: It's plus. Right. Yeah, 20. We're looking 20 80 scale here. We're going 60. So this is a plus burger. And it's got it had one of those buns to where it just kind of melts in your mouth when you eat it, and you don't really recognize the bun. And I, I've tried to get in a really good habit of like not overeating so like i almost under eat a lot now because i found it helps like keep my weight off um and like i was like halfway through that burger in like 30 seconds i felt like drew at the table i mean i was just crushing this thing i didn't even notice it like uh it was so good and the bun was just great i think they they kind of put like the like the butter glaze on the on the burger type thing mm. on the bun uh, we got the bacon cheeseburger add jalapenos I'll get a little spice in there as well. Got the tots with it. and um, I'm glad I checked it out. it was it was a cool place, it's a little it's just in a little strip mall. Yeah. Um, cool setup. Um, endorsed the burger, sixty burger. going
1: back. Thanks for the reminder because like right down the street from us, uh, downtown Fate, it, which is like part of Rockwall, right outside Rockwall, they just opened a new little food tr- truck village. Um, oh, there you go. And there is, there is one that moved. I, I had it when it was in Roy City, but it just moved over here. It's called Smoketown Barbecue, but okay. smoke is smelled S M O A K. The owner played baseball. He's a year younger than us, I think, but he played baseball at Rowlet. They on Wednesdays. So today they have brisket burgers that Ooh. I've had before. Whew. Yeah. yeah? Oh, oh, and yeah, so I may. I may go grab one of those for lunch, but also big day in Rockwall yesterday. Opened a new grocery store. Well, it's like, it's like a clone of H-E-B. Like it's not. So fake H-E-B? Yeah. It's called Fresh. It's a, it's an offshoot of Brookshire's, but we went there yesterday and it was crazy. Like it, (laughs) it, like it it was wild. Like you couldn't find parking. Um, (laughs) You couldn't find parking. They have a bunch of little restaurants in the in the grocery store. So Mary got sushi. I had um, so kind these of tacos. central market-ish. Um, no, it's a lot, like it's just a little bit smaller version of some of the big B's. Okay. HEBs, I would think. So um, they do have fresh tortillas, which I already ate a bag of.
0: Butter or <laughs> um, regular?
1: Um, so I would somewhere in between, they're okay. not. They're not just normal tortillas, but they're not H E B butter tortillas, but they will be consumed often in high quantities in our household. Uh, Koi even ate, he took one of them from me yesterday and ate the entire thing in like 30 seconds. So he's where he gets that from. (laughs) Yeah, he's my son. Um, But yeah, no, they've got like right now, you know how we're funny about like all the different drinks I have, but so before this store opened, I had to go like we would go back and forth between Kroger and Tom Thumb because they have different stuff here, mm-hmm. and different brands in Rockwall. And then like maybe once every other week, we would go to Central Market or or uh, Whole Foods and like stock up. But yeah, Fresh Fresh has all of our stuff. They've there got you go. Koi's special little pouches that he loves. We've got all the weird drinks that we like. So big day big day for Rockwall groceries so yeah
0: any any time you can find a place that's and it's that closer
1: I, it is closer yeah it's closer to closer our, our house
0: and you can do all your damage in one spot yeah. um that's a big deal because if yeah. you're like me i mean the 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 headphones go in the podcast comes on and i might be in there for about 45 minutes just loading up everything we need for the week um have to definitely have to block some time off for sure. So big day. So the the fresh and the upcoming Disney World trip. Um, we'll we'll see if you uh we'll see if you survive. And uh, I'm expecting a full um food report too. Um, so I'm sure you guys will probably try to eat at the uh, the touristy kid friendly uh food places as well for sure uh,
1: we we were picking out all cuz you have to make like reservations for oh, everything yeah. now that's why we hired somebody to do all this and save us some time and stress but like <laughs> they know that you don't want to leave the park and right. for the most simple of items we'll just say they're not cheap so. yeah um, I will give I
0: will give them credit though for this. Like they are so extremely organized. Like it just amazes me. Like you, you can go buy something from one of their shops and, oh yeah, we'll package this for you. We'll wrap it. We'll send it to your room. And it's like, you go to your room later that day and it's already there. Like it's like, they've got all like the bus system, like the passes, the reservations, like it is,
1: it's so apparently it's a machine apparently ubers in orlando are more often than not like you can there's a branch of them that you can pick ones that have car seats oh wow so, okay yeah so like that was a concern of ours that um we found out about and so that is now alleviated so don't have to get a car and pay yeah for that's the hotel stuff. <laughs> the
0: thing about now is yeah lugging a traveling with a car seat oh gosh yeah, it's
1: like Liz, we, got, Liz gotta, is we like, gotta
0: get so he flies free right since he's under two
1: yeah for another month yeah
0: yeah so that's something we that's why that's why
1: we got yeah that's why we got that liz
0: Liz was bringing it up and um we actually booked a san diego trip um as kind of our last hurrah before the second kid comes kind of around a padres game which eh, might be canceled soon um but uh yeah she's like yeah we've never flown with jack we're gonna miss the time for when he's free and it's just like you know sucks but um can't just we could for a long time there there was nowhere to fly <laughs> for sure yeah. uh, didn't really have any opportunities to take advantage of that but yeah looking forward to that
1: that full report assuming you survive um disney world yeah next time i may be like doing this with like the lights off to like save money on our energy bill and <laughs> like <laughs> yeah
0: uh where are y'all stay in there at like on we're,
1: no on we're saying off got points we're okay nice jw marriott oh bonnet, fancy bonnet fancy. creek yeah fancy yeah so well
0: all right enjoy disney world um enjoy the baseball this week you know fingers yeah. crossed we don't get get screwed by the weather again um it definitely it definitely hammered me good um bunch of teams i could have seen that didn't make the trick down there but that's okay uh, we'll make it up. We'll definitely see some good guys this weekend, and maybe dip into to the college game a little bit as well. Um, it feels like we've already seen a lot already this week. So uh, uh, get the Podbean to check out all the podcasts. This is what episode forty eight, um, creeping up on, eh, not quite close yet, but we're getting there. On about fifteen thousand downloads. Um, so get the Podbean, hit that button to follow or subscribe. Get the Apple Podcasts and hit the subscribe button on there. And if you're enjoying it and you listen on Apple podcasts, please rate and review. It really helps us kind of get out and get discovered and things like that. But um, tune in at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, the FiveTool.org. We're publishing a lot of written content on there as well. Um, from when we go out and see all these games and have a couple of days to sit down and go back through all the notes and, and publish those and stuff like that. So uh, we're everywhere. We're trying to make it easy on you to find us. Uh, so thank you for tuning in and listening um, good luck to Drew in Disney World, and we t- until we talk to you all next time. Take care.